0: I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Just to cast away,
1: island lost at sea, oh. Now I'm stranded on my own. Stranded far from home.
0: You remember, we were shipwrecked together.
1: Stranded out of far from home. Stranded Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I am Greg Kot. My co-host is Jim Dirigatis. And if you want to be the first to hear our bonus podcasts, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon like James Lee from Tallahassee, Florida. James, thank you so much for your contribution. Every penny counts. Literally, we appreciate everyone. Jim, you and I have a lot of music to talk about. And uh, we occasionally uh, reserve these bonus podcasts for news that isn't necessarily so positive, but uh, as a way of paying tribute to the artists we have lost. Uh, give us a hint of who you're gonna pay tribute to this week on Sound Opinions.
0: Greg, I'm gonna pay homage to a true force of life in the <laughs> music world who I first saw when I was uh, barely out of my teens. The immortal author of Debbie Gibson is pregnant with my two-headed <laughs> love child. Uh, that's a good hint. All right, we're gonna
1: hear more about that in a minute on Sound Opinions. All right, welcome back to Sound Opinions. Jim, tell us what song you're going to play on the Desert Island Jukebox today.
0: Well, I'm going to play a classic, Greg, by Mojo Nixon. We had two obituary DIJ bonus podcast tributes to do, Damo Suzuki and Mojo Nixon. I thought for sure, central casting, you know, I'd I'd get the kraut rocker and you'd get (laughs) Mojo Nixon, but uh, you said you'd take Damo, and so I got to pay tribute to Mojo Nixon. I think it's too easy to write Mojo off as a uh, shticky kind of artist, but I think there is a... World of difference between Mojo Nixon and Weird Al Yankovic, say, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, for one thing, Mojo was uh, a performer up there. I'd put him with with Jerry Lee Lewis. Right. You know, I mean, just he was on fire on stage (laughs) while writing these very funny Songs. Born in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, raised in Danville, Virginia, Neil McMillan, his real name, uh, went to college, you know, he was going to be in the straight world, but he could never escape having grown up listening to Jerry Lee Lewis and Elvis Presley his biggest uh, hit would be an MTV novelty song in the 80s, uh, Elvis is everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Elvis wasn't dead. Elvis was everywhere. According to the tabloid supermarkets, Elvis was everywhere. And those were a big source of inspiration Mm -hmm. for Mojo Nixon. I mean, basically, he'd go grocery shopping and look at the headline of the Weekly World News. He would actually had said that. You know, Mm -hmm. he was a big reader. Um, But, you know, in, mixed in uh, to all of that there was a sort of studs turkel populism for the guy you know listen to some of the other songs that don't get played as much i hate banks burn down the malls <laughs> yeah. destroy all lawyers Famously, bring me the head of David Geffen. Uh, there was another classic, Don Henley must die. Wow, yeah. But everything Mojo did, he did with a smile. Years later at South by Southwest, where he was a staple, playing seven shows a weekend, right? Mm-hmm. For throughout much of that music history, Henley was in the crowd. All right, and Mojo was a little freaked out. He put his guitar on, <laughs> he put it off, took it over. He didn't know if he was gonna. And then finally, he just said, you know. Are you here to fight? And Henley said, "No, I'm here to sing with you." (laughs) Henley hopped up on stage, knew the song word for word, right? And and it's like Don Henley, whatever you do, you must die. You cannot get back with Glenn Frey, right? (laughs) And and like Henley, you know, he Mojo shut up after a while and let Henley sing it, right? And then. Henley, you know, got off stage and Mojo did a Eagles cover, right? So there was there was love there, and there was you know what he meant was that that kind of excess in rock and roll must die. Early on, I I don't think he ever got better than when he was with uh, Skid Roper. Yeah, uh, you know his his early percussionist, whose main percussion instrument was a plastic water jug right <laughs> it was just fantastic yeah. shows i saw you didn't want to get too close right it was like gigi allen you yeah. know mojo was spitting he was swearing he was sweating you know and yeah, you might yeah. get you might he might be dancing with you. you you didn't want to get too close to the stage Six albums with Skid Roper, five solo albums on his own. Then he put another band together after he'd allegedly retired, The Toad Lickers. He was out on one of those country music cruises, did a bang-up show, went to bed, never woke up, dead Mm -hmm. at the age of 66. I I just love the fact that uh, he was a reader, a reader of journalism, not maybe the journalism you and I did, Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) uh, Weekly World News, but I'm going to play one of those tracks, okay? It's a classic. It is about Bigfoot, right? There would be no tabloid supermarket press without Bigfoot. The Amazing Bigfoot Diet. It's the Amazing Bigfoot Diet, he sings. I married a Bigfoot. I gave birth to my mother. Donor wants his kidney back. Golf cart's on a rampage. All right, yeah. Mojo's just reading headlines of the stories in the weekly world news. Here he is. The amazing Bigfoot did you see Mojo
1: shows? Oh yeah, you know I mean, they I think were great. I, I actually sh- saw a show where he gave his manager Scott Ambrose Riley Bullethead, yeah, a uh, a haircut on stage. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was at Lounge Jacks in the early nineties because there's a there's a song that Mojo had about haircuts. One of those uh, don't want no foo foo haircut on my head. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean these guys would do anything to entertain. That's the thing.
0: Anything could happen in a Mojo Nixon show. Yep. and often did. Yep. Great stuff. That wraps up this bonus episode. For more full episodes, visit soundopinions.org. To sponsor the show, email sponsor at soundopinions.org. Thanks for listening. Sound Opinions, as always, is produced by Alex Claiborne, Andrew Gill, our associate producer, Sol Delgadillo, and our Columbia College intern, Max Hatlam. Social media is handled by Katie Cott.